Hello everyone, welcome back to Football Focus SG Podcast with myself, Faiz, Mr. JB, and we have a special guest, first time coming in into our podcast. As you can see um, from the picture, that's him on the left. Uh, his name is Hakim. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, yeah, thanks, thanks. So um, maybe you can share us a little bit more about yourself, uh, uh, basically who... When do you start watching football? Who do you support? How? Who's your favorite player? And etc. Tell us a little bit more about yourself. I started watching football maybe in the early when I was in sec two, sec three, fourteen, fifteen years old. Fourteen, fifteen. Alright. Team and what team do I support? I support well, Chelsea mainly because I I like the color blue to be honest. And last, you know, Fernando Torres was my favorite player, but back then he joined Chelsea back. So yeah. Ah, okay. Uh, but do you support any team like internationally wise or? Uh no, just the jersey. Uh, just Chelsea in general. Uh, no, I think just the jersey for international. Oh, just the jersey for international. Okay, okay. All right. Uh, Mr. JV, you have any questions that you would like to ask our special guest before we start on with our program? How you been doing right now, Mr. JV? Yeah, all good. All good. Um. Hectic uh, football uh, news uh, in the past few weeks. Uh, a lot of drama, of course. Yep. And yeah, and I believe um, with regards to our guest, uh, Hakim's uh, team that he supported, I think uh, they've been doing quite a number of shopping lately. So yeah, yeah. it'll be interesting to see how it, how it turns out. A lot of shopping defensively, and also one particular striker that strikes to my heart. So, yeah. Um. So for today, we're actually going to do a little bit of uh, prediction game, a little bit, because it's an annual thing. Whenever there's a new season, we always have full of hopes and ambition to see our team strive, especially like for myself supporting Arsenal, Mr. JB with Man United, and Hakim here with Chelsea. Um. We want to see where or how would you guys rank uh, our own team individually and how would you guys rank other teams all around the Premier League. And yeah, just have a good time in prediction. And uh, again, for those who are watching in YouTube or listening by Spotify, uh, well, we have our usual guest, which is Harun Azri, but he's currently very busy at the moment with his uh, coaching career. So we wish him all the best for that. And uh, hopefully, you know, he can do bits and maybe he can give us more insight into his coaching career more and can share with us here more. So with that being said, let's um, let's jump right into it. So firstly, Hakim, going to go to you first. Uh, for You're a Chelsea fan and as of recording now, we're, uh, I believe, four to five games coming into the Premier League. Satisfied with Chelsea so far? Uh, Chelsea, I'll be honest, it's just very inconsistent. Very, I mean, yeah, we, we especially it's the most recent, they lost yeah. 2 1 to Southampton, right? That's so, Southampton is a known underdog, to be honest. It is, it is, it is, it is. It's a very dodgy team, but what did you make of it? What do you think is a reason that is very inconsistent? Is it the defense or is it like the signings not there, the strikers? They are lacking in a proper striker. A proper Definitely striker. a proper striker. I mean, the last good striker they had was Drogba. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, Chelsea have a striker curse, right? Yes. You guys have uh, like Timo Werner, Lukaku, <laughs> all those players that come and left like Morata and all. It's not working. So as of recording now, we have seen and heard the news. Aubameyang joins Chelsea. What did you make of it then? Just like Giroud, he's going to score a scorpion kick. Ooh. <laughs> No, no, I don't think he's going to score a scorpion kick, really. Like, Mr. JB, what do you think? What do you think about Chelsea's case so far this season? Like, feel free to jump in and share. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm quite surprised that um, to see Chelsea in the current state that they are. Because I think uh, as of late, I mean, people always talk about United um, having bad sales and bad transfers. But I think Chelsea, on the other hand, I think is pretty close uh, to that situation right now. Yeah. I mean, they bought Lukaku for like, what, a record signing 90 plus or 100 million, I, like some crazy numbers. And then last now they just let it. Yeah. Yep, last the season. And then, you know, he's back on loan to Inter Milan, um, scoring again. Yeah, and then letting go of Werner and Werner scoring again. So, but, but would you really feel the same like Hakim as well? You say that striker is the main issue for Chelsea. Is that really what it is? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, I believe so. And then after that, they go ahead and buy Raheem Sterling, which is, again, questionable yeah, signing. Like, like um, yeah. yeah, questionable signing. And then uh, the latest one, like you mentioned, Aubameyang, um, another surprise signing, I would say. Seems pretty desperate also because the deal is last minute and then they had to get rid of uh, Alonso plus pay cash. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Marcos Alonso went to Barcelona. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's almost like a swap deal, but Chelsea still have to fork out money for Aubameyang. And I think... Yeah, definitely, because uh, Barcelona need the money. <laughs> yep, and, and Barcelona, I think, when they when they sign Aubameyang, it's on a free transfer. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's it's, it's really hectic. I mean, I don't know. what. Do, uh, how do you feel as an Arsenal fan? Uh, <laughs> You know, uh, hearing the news that Obama Yang goes back to London, but not quite North London, but okay. to Chelsea. Yes, what, do you, yes. what do you make of that? Here's my take, okay? Here's my take about Obama Yang, okay? Of course, at one side, I feel sad, devastated a little bit. Why? Because he's kind of like, uh, when's the last time that have we have a prolific striker before? Well, okay, now we have Gabriel Jesus, who's doing very well. I'm not going to count him now for that. But before him is who? We have Aubameyang, we have Giroud. Uh, Sanchez is not really striker, but he's a winger, I guess. But still, yeah, prolific. But among all of those names, Aubameyang kind of stood out. Like for Arsenal, on his prime, he stood out. And we can agree London was his home. And ever since he moved to Barcelona, his house got robbed two to three times. He suffered a broken jaw while in Spain in a year. <laughs> Of course, his family would just want to be like, yeah, I want to go back to London. <laughs> London is where they are comfortable with. Makes more sense. But of course, not any kind of London. He can't join Spurs because he agreed to never join Spurs. Um, don't think you want to join Fulham, West Ham, or, not, or, or any other places. So Chelsea seems the most reasonable due to Thomas Tuchel over there. But... As much as I feel sad, I feel like it's the right move for him. You know, he he's one of those players that I believe Chelsea really need. And I believe that he's never really going to play in uh, like 
each and every time, I feel like he's going to be a plan B over there. I still feel like they're going to put Sterling up front. They still have wingers like Kai Havertz, Hakim Ziyech, Pulisic. You cannot waste these talents just by putting Aubameyang in front. I have the feeling Aubameyang is going to be a plan B. That's my take. So, yeah. But moving on of Aubameyang and Chelsea and all, let's move on to Mr. JB, continue with you. How do you feel about Man United's um, rocky start to the season as well? Well, uh, for United, yep, another roller coaster of a season. Uh, you know, again, people—I mean, not say people. Me myself is surprised and shocked, especially the first two games. But yeah, um, I mean, the first two games you know, not acceptable at all. Yeah, yeah, but I, but I do feel you know, I mean, I'm not, I'm not one who believe in conspiracy theory, but I do like, uh, I do like to. Uh, look at some theories that, that, that people are talking about. That, that is quite interesting. Uh, some of them was actually saying that it's actually, uh, Ten Hag actually uh, did it on purpose, uh, first two game, uh, firstly to, to... Did it on purpose? To, like, like, what do you mean? Did yeah. It? Yeah, I mean, I mean, apparently, I mean, I mean, what I mean did it on purpose is, is his selection of players. Oh. Uh, yeah, I mean, despite knowing that, uh, you know, some players actually don't deserve to be starting, but he still chose almost identical as 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 you know as as the as the previous uh, manager selection uh, as as Wagner. and I believe um, he 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 did that on a purpose, uh, and that is I think firstly he wants to see for himself how bad bad is this is the is the situation like what is the weakness and how he can improve yeah. and also another thing is at the same time I think to also hopefully kind of you know push to get some transfers hopefully which is why i think uh, after the after the two games then you can see that uh, united suddenly is quite active in the in the transfer business and then start to you know yeah i mean especially uh, when you guys sign players like anthony as well from ix to join i think yeah, that's going to yeah. be one very interesting signing to watch for sure yes but yes, for sure but for it's sure. a bit but it's a little bit of um you know worrying because mm-hmm. When you guys signed Jaden Sancho, he was doing very well at Dortmund. And let's be honest, ever since then, he's not really hitting that kind of form. But well, I think I think I think to be fair, you gotta give uh, Sancho a bit of time because yeah. I think he's played under three different managers as of right now. Yeah, uh, I mean, Ole, Ole signed him, and then he played under Ole a, a while in the ranking, and then now Ten Hag. Yeah, and surprisingly, he's been scoring under Ten Hag, so that's a good thing. Yeah. yeah so, so yeah, you so don't I, feel so like a player is an issue. But that is quite controversial. But uh, <laughs> but sadly, I mean, I mean, the result shows. You know, I mean, when when he doesn't start or plays, United miraculously keep a clean sheet. So yeah, I mean, so you guys had back so to back clean sheets, and you guys win Liverpool when everyone thought that you guys gonna lose. That's yes, I mean, surprising. I mean, I mean. I mean, it's quite surprising why people think we would lose against Liverpool. Like, really? Why would we lose to Liverpool? Um, It's more of because of the way you guys lose to Brentford. It's probably the worst performance we have ever seen in Man United. Let's agree on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, yes, I, I can agree on that. But, you know, as usual, English media being biased at some, t- at, True. At, True. At some point. I mean, <laughs> Liverpool draw the first two games. Yeah, and, yeah. They, they come off in a rocky start as well. They draw first two, they lost to Man United. Exactly. But they exactly. immediately smashed Bournemouth till the point that Scott Parker got sacked. 
and, uh, that one. And, and they scrape a 2-1 win over the Newcastle. So they're not really having a good start as well. But no, nope, definitely not. Yeah, so Hakim, just want to ask, uh, in your yeah. perspective, like, yeah. um, Man United, we were talking about Man United at the moment because Mr. JD supports it, right? So what do you think as a rival fan, you see Man United with new managers, having new players, still get to keep Ronaldo, still get to keep strong players. Eh? Sure, they may lose Pogba and stuff, but those players are considered, well, somewhat of a deadwood to the club now. What, what did you make of Man United? I don't know. I feel United, other than the Ferguson era, definitely, the highest point they have hit, to me, I feel is under, under Mourinho. Ooh. When they finished second place, and I believe they won Europa. Yeah, he was on the season. They won Europa. They got second. Yeah. Is when Mourinho said is the best achievement in that uh, in his career. Not even the Chelsea uh, or Porto to, to or anything. Fair, to be no fair, idea. with that with that United team, you know, you, you got to give credit. You know, no other manager has gotten, you know, gotten the same result that he has. It is. It is with, with the players that he had at the time. True, true. But but as a Chelsea fan, were you worried? Because to be honest, Chelsea, Man United, Liverpool all have a bit of a shaky start. But after seeing the transfer window, are you more confident in your team or do you feel like oh Man United is still could be on top of Chelsea this season? It's oh t- tough call, tough call. Because both United and Chelsea are very unpredictable, you know. One week they can be on, on very good form, the next week they just crumble. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Usually, yeah. the constant ones are definitely Liverpool and City. Th- those two are yeah, really the Liverpool title holders and title contenders. Well. But in terms of squad depth, and I would say, yeah, squad depth and flexibility in the players, definitely Liverpool and City have the advantage. Yeah, that's true. That's true. All right. Um. Well, so uh, we're gonna start our predictions. Uh, as I've uh, mentioned to you guys to uh, get some thinkings in mind of who do you guys want to place because we're going to try our best to review this by the end of the season next year so you know if we can still remember to do it but uh, I will try my best to remember for all of us so I'm going to start first we're going to go and start to predict the bottom three the three teams to relegate this season so yes, as of now, uh, we're recording five matches have been played. Uh, apologize to uh, people who are listening or watching that we could have done this uh, sooner or earlier, but we have a lot of things going on that doesn't hit well in terms of schedule-wise. So it is what it is, but it's still early. There's still 33 more games to go. Anything can happen, really. So my first three, I'm just going to say real quick, will be... Um, Everton, Bournemouth, and uh, Brentford. I know it might be a little bit of a shock for Brentford-wise. It's a bit of a stretch if you ask me. But I just feel like Brentford's going to be one of those teams where they do so well like last season uh, at the start, then slightly fall off, and then in, uh, instead last season they kind of zoom through again towards the end. But this time, I think it's going to take a toll for some reason. Everton, I don't know why. I just feel like Frank Lampard isn't really the right person to lead this Everton team. I don't know why. He's good with the youths. 
But with the ready-made players, I don't know. They lost Richarlison. They they are relying on use more. It's not re- looking too well for them. And um, Bournemouth, well, <laughs> we we've seen what happened. Nine nil. Scott Parker sack in four games. New manager come in. It's not looking too good for them. So gonna go to Mr. JV. Who's your three relegated team? Well, for me, I think the three. Well, I mean, again, it's it's too early, but I mean that's why this this kind of prediction is called for fun. Yeah. So let's uh, yeah. So let's uh, check it out. Uh, for me, I would say Aston Villa if they don't get rid of Jared. Ooh. Yep. I mean, they definitely doesn't look at all good. Uh, Forest for signing what twenty one players. You know what? Yeah, I was tempted to pay Nottingham Forest, but it was so ambitious in buying 22, 23 players as of today. Yep. Yep. It, yeah. So it would be crazy with that amount of spend and they go down back. I, I know it feels kind of like those QPR kind of season. We remember that. Mm-hmm. But yep. I don't know. I just like to keep a hope for Nottingham Forest because it's been a long time, <laughs> you know? Nah, for me, it's Aston Villa, Bournemouth, and uh, Nottingham Forest, that's for sure. Nice, nice. Okay, I think Bournemouth is pretty much a common reason, probably, with me, right? And you can agree with me on that. Yep, yep. But Aston Villa is a bit of a stretch, if you ask me. Like, is it really that bad under Steven Gerrard, too? Uh, Initially, last season, it's not. But after that, they tried to get some good signings in. They do? I think they managed to... They do have decent signings. Yeah. Exactly. And then I think they they managed to successfully stop another transfer from going out. I think they have a Brazilian player. Yeah. I think that uh I believe that one of the clubs want to Yeah, yeah, exactly. One of the clubs the trying to, try to bonus, buy. like for fun. Yep. Yep. And then they managed to stop that and keep him in the club. So I don't know. I mean, um it's 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 quite mixed bag, but I'm just gonna put it out there. Aston Villa, if things doesn't change in the next one, two weeks, I think, yep, likely they might be. But, I mean, let's not forget, at least they're not last, like Leicester, so who knows. Yeah, true, true. I mean, to be honest, I am tempted to pick Leicester as well to be relegated after seeing the first five, but at the same time, like, they have the players. Yes, they lost Wesley Fofana, which is big, to Chelsea as well. And yeah. they have not signed any players, really. And Jamie Vardy is getting old. He's never going to be prolific again. So, who do they have? Like, they have James Madison, yes. They sold their keeper, Casper Schmeichel. You know what? I might throw Leicester in the head as well, really. <laughs> but yeah, yep. Hakim, over to you. Um, give me your three relegated teams and a simple reason of why. Well, actually, it's almost the same as JB. It's really uh, Leicester, Bournemouth, and Nottingham Forest. Wow. Uh, Mr. JB say Aston Villa, actually. Yeah. Uh, uh, Except for Aston Villa, mine is Leicester. Ah, okay, okay. So, similar reason for the same two with Mr. JB, the Nottingham Forest yeah. and... Bournemouth. Bournemouth? Like, what's your yeah. reason? Is it the same or what's your take? Like, like you say, no, Nottingham Forest, they are new players. Bournemouth just isn't Premier League level. Ooh. And I'm I, sorry to all the Bournemouth fans. But... Yeah, they, they go up and down. And, and well, for Leicester, unless they have a miraculous turn of event. Jamie Vardy gets his record-breaking form back again. 
they have a rough road ahead of them. Yeah, it's not looking too good at the moment. Definitely for Leicester. All right, so we're going to move up to the table, which is normally we'll do like the top six, but because now we have the conference league, so we're going to include seven. So how I'm going to do this, the next three teams that we're going to predict will be seven, six, and fifth. So teams that are in Europa League, the conference league. All right. So my, <laughs> my fifth, sixth, and seventh might be controversial. Okay. Hear me out. Might be controversial. But fifth, I'm going to say Man United. Six, it's going to be Chelsea. Seven, it's going to be Newcastle. So here's my take. Again, um, I actually make this prediction by myself before the season starts. For some reason, I feel Chelsea is going to struggle a bit this season. I have no idea why. It's just one of those Chelsea inconsistent seasons where they have one good season that they can fight for the title and the other season they will just drop. And I just for some reason feel this season might be their drop. That, but six is considered not the worst because personally, last time I remember Chelsea dropped to nine or ten under Mourinho before or Conte, I can't remember. But yeah, it's that one of the season that they dropped really bad. But I just feel that they are good enough to be six. Man United, I put fifth. Why? Yes, despite their struggling start, but the new signings and Ten Hag type of play. I can see a little bit. You know, I can see what they're trying to do. They just need the right tools, which is stop putting Fred and McTominay and they should be fine, <laughs> really. As long as they put Fred and McTominay and Harry Maguire, things doesn't go well. I'm sure Mr. JB will agree with me on this. And, yep, spot on. and Newcastle, well, they signed Alexander Isaac, which is one of my favorite young prospects for the future. And they sign, they don't, here's one thing I like about Newcastle. They don't sign players like splash the cash in terms of like extravagant kind of players. These players are actual tactical choices by Eddie Howe. And I believe if they make their home as a fortress, they are definitely going to be a tough place to visit. And they can definitely get a lot of points. And they can start going back to Europe by being in the conference league. So that's my take. So this time I'm going to go to Hakim. Give me your 5th, 6th, 7th. Let's see. Oh, very, very tough. I would say 5th, 6th, 7th. Okay, this might be controversial. 7th, currently I would put as Leeds. 7 Leeds, alright. Yeah. Potential underdog, potential underdog. It is, it is. Okay. Six, I... Okay, I would say maybe six, Chelsea. Six, Chelsea. United. Yes, six, Chelsea, fifth, United. Oh, wow. So you have the same fifth as six as me, but except for Leeds and Newcastle. So, okay, as a Chelsea fan, then, why would you say that your team were end six? Chelsea will try up and will try and uh, do everything the best that they can, but, you know, they'll slowly start to go out of competitions one at a time and soon they will not be able to salvage a very good position in the Premier League. Hmm. Okay, and and you believe Man United will end above you guys, you know, Chelsea, on top? It's possible. 
I mean, in terms of their purchases, you know, it's been very solid. Yeah, true, true. Well, Mr. JV, what did you make of it? He put you guys on top of Chelsea. Well, I mean, it is what it is. I'm surprised that both of you actually said United to still get an European, uh, to still finish in a Europa League uh, spot. But, you know, well, well, give I me off your six seven. Has a choice. Where would you put Man United then? Ah, well, that will be, that'll be, that'll be quite interesting. But yeah, my fifth, six, seven will be slightly, uh, be slightly more colorful. Okay. Uh, yeah. My fifth would be Chelsea. Okay. Chelsea. Yep. Six will be Liverpool. Liverpool six. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This, this season is. This season they're going down. I mean, I mean, you know, I read again some theories is pretty cool. Like uh they say the club seven season curse might 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 begin. You seven know, because season curse, is that even a thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a thing. I mean, if I'm not wrong, uh, he flunked uh, back then when he was with Dortmund and then he got sacked on this on the seventh season with mm. uh, Dortmund, and that's when he joined Liverpool. And then I think before mm. Dortmund, I think he was managing some of the some of the team as well, and I think seven seasons, some wrong, uh, some wrong happened again. So yeah, yep. So it's gonna be quite interesting. Yeah, so I'm gonna put fifth Chelsea, sixth Liverpool, and seven is the one that I'm 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 a little bit torn between these two. Uh, these two is like one of my favorite teams. Uh, surprisingly, it's not Newcastle, although uh, I would love to put him in there, but. My number seven is either between Brighton or Fulham. Brighton or Fulham? I mean, so far the past... Yep. So far the past five games, I've been impressed by these two. Uh, if you ask me to really make a choice, I think I'll put Brighton. Um, yeah. 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 And, you know, it'll be even back... You know what? You know what? Scratch that. Scratch that. Fifth will be Chelsea. Six will be Brighton. And seven will be Liverpool. Wow. There you go. There you go. There you go. I'm locking that in right now. That, that is a very bold prediction. Yeah. You saying Brighton finished six. Yeah, hey, why not? Why not? I mean, like I said. I mean, crazier things happen in football, but that much I wish you have that much faith <laughs> on on your team, like how you did for Brighton, really. <laughs> no, nah, I mean think about it. I mean I mean Brighton. I mean, I, I, I forget who's the Brighton manager's name, but... Um, Graham Potter, Graham Potter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Graham Potter, I think, is the most underrated manager at the moment right now. Okay? People don't give enough credit to him. And that is true, like... True. I mean, uh, the players yeah, they have I mean, is very underrated as well. Exactly, exactly. And, 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 and you feel for the guy. You know, he wanted to keep Cucurella. He wanted yeah. to. But, you know, it is what it is. Football is all business right now. True. You, you gotta let go who you gotta let go. And you know, I mean he still has to work with his players, and I believe that he he's already with Brighton for quite a long time, so he knows his players pretty well at this stage. And recently I think they just won, I think, Leeds and, and, yeah, and, and, they, and you know, and the likes. They yeah, won and, and I, they won Leeds as well. Yes, that's right. And, and I heard I think they they they, they also sell off Mupe, is it? Did they sell Mupe? I I'm not sure whether they loan or sell, but I know it's definitely not in the team. But yeah, even if it exactly. is, it's definitely not going to be used. Yes, yes, but I mean, but their usual crop of players, you know, their 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 main ones like Louis Dunk, uh, Gross, 
yeah. Leandro Trossard, Danny Welbeck surprisingly doing very very well, especially the game yeah. against United. Yeah, yeah. And also, and also their keeper has been has been has been fantastic lately, Robert Sanchez. Sanchez, yeah. Yeah, so you see, I, I mean, mean, they had really the foundation. To them, it really is props to them because they lost Kukurela, they lost Bisuma, they lost yes. crucial players in key areas. Yep. That, and, that's right. That's right. And they managed to still maintain that. And yes, it's still early in the season; anything can happen. But, but credit where is due. I think Graham Potter is doing well currently in Brighton. Yeah, he is. Yes, yeah, he is. He is. Yep. So that's why I'm 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 locking in there. So my fifth would be Chelsea. Six would be. Uh, Brian, seven would be Liverpool right there wow. because of club seven season we put them on number seven right there all right all right fair play fair play so now we're gonna straight away jump into the top four I'm not gonna beat around the bush okay Man City is gonna win this damn title again oh, come on come on <laughs> I mean come on man come we're on. talking about Erling Haaland who has scored nine goals really? in five games like I'm not really this time anymore like Man City is gonna win the title all right uh, oh, why? Gonna be first. Why uh, would you want them to do a, you know, why would you want them to do a turkey? Why would you want them to do? You know, I mean, it's turkey. not that I want, but they're looking mad at the moment right now with Erling Haaland, right? And uh, mm-hmm. initially, initially, I might say they might struggle a bit if they sell Bernardo Silva. There was at one point Bernardo Silva wanted to leave, and I believe he's one of those key players in Man yep. City next to De Bruyne. Bernardo Silva is yeah. definitely up there. That's but right. That's right. I agree. He stayed and he helped to assist Haaland over and over and over. And it's not going to stop. So I feel like Man City is still going to win the league. Second, I'm going to say Liverpool. Yes, I know people talk about this seven-year curse, whatever it is. But I still believe Liverpool still have what it takes. But I'm not saying like it's a close battle. Sadly, it's going to be a landslide Man City win. Man City first, uh, Liverpool second, Arsenal to be third. And Spurs to be fourth. That's my take. As an Arsenal fan, yes, I know we're as of recording, we're five in five. We should be riding high at the moment. But me as an Arsenal fan, no offense, getting top four is all that we want, is all that we need. Um, so that we can build. Because our team, yes, we have the solid lineup, but do we have the depth? Do we have the rotation? I don't think so. Why? We now lost uh, Thomas Partey to injured. El Nani now is injured. We only have Granny Shaka and Sambi Lokonga as our midfield. And that's why Arteta was so struggling to find midfield center by trying to buy Tillemans, Douglas Luiz, and etc. Which we failed. So at some point in time, somehow with the World Cup coming in, a lot of heavy rotation in the squad. I believe Arsenal depth definitely need more improvement in the substitute-wise. You know? As much... And I'm so afraid if Gabriel Jesus got injured, he will be the death of Arsenal at this point. But at the moment, yeah, that's how I rank. Uh, Mr. JB, to you, top four, real quick. Uh, plain, plain and simple for me. Uh, some people might, might, might call it bias, but I think United will finish top this oh, season. Man, the first season. <laughs> exactly. But don't worry, don't worry. I have my explanation. Okay. Second will be Arsenal. We're both going to share the same points. But I think United were age out in goal difference for some reason. Okay. Yep. Okay. <laughs> and then uh, that would be Man City. I mean, again, people will question and go like, how dare you? You know, there's Haaland and all. But hey, I mean, you can't win it all. 
But I do want them to win the Champions League. I, I really hope they do. With Haaland, I think they should. If they don't, then I don't know what else to say. So I'll give them third, but they'll, they'll probably win the Champions League. And uh, fourth will be uh, Guro uh, Spurs. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, I feel for Conte. You know, he he did. He did. I mean, I mean, you can tell he's he's a passionate guy. So, and um, with the signings and everything like that, and then you know now Kane is slowly finding form, but Sun Sun isn't 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 doing too well. But yeah, he's falling off. A I little believe. Bit. Yep, yep. But I think uh, you know over time, I think they they might do good, but still, I think. Right. Nah, I'm yeah. not. I'm not even gonna ask about why you put Arsenal second or Man City third. I just wanna mm-hmm. ask why you put Man United first. That's all I wanna. <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, it is, it is, it, it is plain and simple. Ten Hag is the man for us. Number one, number two, number two. We we got we got the Brazilian, the best Brazilian midfielder partnership right now. We got Fred Casemiro. Uh, All right, sure. All right. On top of that, yeah, on top of that, you know, what I'm saying. On top of that, we have we have we have Ericsson. You know, we have Ericsson. And let's not forget, we have uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, Anthony, Sancho. I mean, come on, bro. Your team on, with, really with, and if Ten Hag doesn't get the best out of them, I don't know who else would. But but yeah, but but but, but I'm still scared of, of 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 saying it right now because our teams have been stacked for the past few seasons, and the result has been the same, or in fact worse. True. So, I mean, look at PSG though. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Team stack. I mean, P- able to win Champions League year after year. Well, PSG is uh, is in a farmers league, so let's not let's not talk about that. Okay. Farmers league. <laughs> All right, Hakim, over to you. Give me your top four. Actually, the same as you. You know, City to win, Liverpool second, might be a close fight. Third, Arsenal and Spurs for fourth. Wow. Okay. All right. But what's your reason for putting Man City first? Then? I mean, City is just City. You know, they 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 have the squad squad depth. They have the experience. They they de- they deserve to be title winners again, you know. Yeah, I mean they really go all out. You know, they all, they went all yeah. out to get the manager Pep. They went all out to get players all around. Like you, you look like, at all of their first eleven. You know that is a solid first eleven. That is scary. I can tell you right now, Man City substitute will be able to join in our first eleven right now, and they can still bench Gundogan or Rodri or you know you have that kind of bench, strong bench to be in. Yeah. Ria Mares is like in and out of bench when easily he could have been one of our main wingers in our first 11. He's like enough said, you know. So, yeah, I guess it's totally understandable. But um, I'm surprised that you also put Liverpool second as well, kind of like me. But is it one of those because of Klopp it, effects? It's, Liverpool. Uh, it's more of like, no, it, it's Liverpool. Yes, they will choke here and there, but they are still very strong contenders you know, for second and third place. But I do see them aging out a bit higher than Arsenal. Yeah, yeah, true. I mean, they definitely have the squad depth as well. Yes, definitely. You know, Salah needs to... It all depends whether Salah finds his form also. Yep, Salah. I mean, man, the fact that I put triple captain and 9-0, he was not involved. (laughs) Till this day, I'm pissed. (laughs) So... Yeah, I mean, yeah, like what you say is true. If Salah finds his form, oh, Liverpool no, can be so, fighting uh, for the Ibota, title. Ibota, Firmino. Yeah, true. Yeah, true. They, they have to find back their form. You know, I mean, Luis really Diaz to. and their new signing, Darwin Nunes, sure, he may have a red card, but still, he's a he's a young signing that is forced to be reckoned with, really. So, yeah. 
personally, I think they can definitely catch up. All right. So with that being said, this is our part one. So for those Spotify listeners, uh, of course, you can definitely continue to listen to our podcast. Uh, we, we're going to bring our guest to the second part of this, which is the quiz. As our podcast, we usually have the quiz. So do stick around and check us out as Mr. JB takes on the first ever Hakim to join our podcast quiz. So do stick around and we'll see you guys later. <laughs>